It's all things MMA. My name is Ken McGuire, joined as always by uh, Team Rhino Kilkenny's head coach, uh, Miles Price. Miles, how are you? How are things? Hey, Ken. Good. Having a good day. Serious weather out there again today, isn't it? I know it's good. It's, it's always coming at the coming at the right time, just when so we can start to get outside and, and enjoy a little bit of what we're doing. Uh, Miles, yeah. we've got a we've got a big one this weekend. Obviously, enough UFC two sixty one uh, is taking place Saturday night. Um, and th- there's a couple of really big things about that. We'll get into it in a couple of minutes. I want to pick your brain, though, very briefly on what happened last week. And there's still a bit of fallout of it uh, across the week so far was where we saw Triller Fight Club take place um, at a pay-per-view level where over a million people bought into this to see uh, uh, Ben Askren, former Bellator, uh, one championship and UFC fighter, uh, take on wannabe amateur boxer pro boxer slash youtuber essentially um, that's very annoying human being jake paul it's it's been billed as um it's been billed as a weird money spinner it's been billed as a freak yeah. show it's been billed mm. just to get uh, internet dollars it obviously worked ufc had a big night um, they had Robert Whittaker and Kelvin Gastelum on at the same time mm. that uh, Trailer Fight Club was happening. They managed to get over a million people to buy into this thing and watch as Jake Paul, and I say this with kind of gritted teeth, uh, landed an overhand right on Ben Askren, <laughs> who had promised, he had promised the world that he was going to shut this guy up. We've, we've got a, a legit, a legit experienced cage fighter wrestler who has been through the ringer for years he comes up against this guy oh. he gets absolutely sparked it was oh no was horrible <laughs> i still have i still have a kind of a sick weird feeling from having watched <laughs> i know me too, somebody I know. not stop this train from traveling what what <laughs> what did you make of it oh i'm exactly the same 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 sick feeling deep in my belly i just can't seem to it's just it's just everything that's wrong with uh modern the modern world in a way like though isn't it you know it's i feel like jake paul is just the representation of like you know he's just the kids when you look this is what you shouldn't do now okay i know he has lots of money and i know like he's entertaining but you know (laughs) <laughs> when you get somebody like Ben Askren who's just a humble great family man teaches the kids deals with failure in a super fashion smack talks but isn't doesn't take it seriously he just plays yeah. the game very well and you know it just would have been a great good guy versus bad guy kind of scenario there uh, I think that would have been a, a great win for the good guys and it just the whole thing, like the whole Justin Bieber concert before. Justin <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bieber concert. And then he just absolutely smoked him. Yeah. He, looked, he had this dad bod on him as well. He looked like an old mm-hmm. hair. I mean, like, I know he's always looked, he, oh, he's always had a dad bod and he's always raped lads who are muscly out, like, you know what I mean? But, I mean, oh, please, no. The one time, not against Jay Paul. Ugh. You yeah. remember that time? Like, I never forget the time that uh, his brother went into that suicide forest in Japan and he just videoed your man hanging in the forest. Like, and I was like, this is just what these guys are about. They're just mm. narcissistic social media junkies. And they're just, to see him knock out someone as legit and hardworking and 
humble as Ben Askren, heartbreaking, absolutely gut wrenching stuff. No, I, I don't think Askren is going to mind terribly uh, when he walks away with a very large payday for like like you're saying when you see him come out to the weigh-ins and you're like oh man if you were if you were weighing in for a UFC event you'd look you'd look you'd look pretty sharp it's he kind of looks like he just got out of bed after a couple of months of a lovely slumber and it's like coming off a bender a four-day bender yeah, it's like oh sure i'll go down to the ring and i'll, I'll see what happens here it looks like they're doing a food eating contest I think I think we're in agreement that the that the result shouldn't have happened. But the thing is oh. that the result has happened and it keeps the conversation going between um, Jake Paul looking to get more UFC fighters in as if it's to prove his uh, prove his oh. legitimacy. So he's he's gone up against, I don't know, another uh, a former basketballer who wanted to try his hand at boxing and like a musician or something. I'm, I'm not quite sure what his what his career path has been so far um like do do we do we need to see him take on like a legit experienced pro boxer as somebody to to put him in his place or is there the possibility that Jake Paul actually has some kind of prospects and credentials if he was oh. to shake off the other you know narcissistic social media junkie image as you've oh, described no, it no he hasn't got no he it isn't look well, a lot of people don't understand, uh, you know, general population that don't do it for a long time. You know, when you're at martial arts for a long, long time, you know, what wins you fights a lot of the time is a deep understanding of fundamentals and um, a willingness to enter into that dark place and mm-hmm. perform, you know. And yeah, I mean, everybody knows Ben Askren's striking is shocking. Even in the UFC, everyone was like, how is he getting away with this? You know what I mean? How is he not getting just smoked every fight? So I feel like what's going to really shine through, and DC said it in a how I can't believe you called out DC. Oh my God. <laughs> so embarrassing. DC would just smoke like the king of all dad bods. He'd destroy him. Like, you know what I mean? Oh my God. Uh, so I, sorry, back to the point. He definitely, he definitely run into somebody that would just, you know, anybody with solid fundamentals and has been to the dark place countless times in striking department, even anybody with slightly better striking than Ben Askren, because Ben Askren had the right the right idea. Mm. Bring him into the deep waters, break him, and he's done. Yep. That's going to happen to, to him eventually. But are they going to give him anybody legit in the next four, five fights? Not a hope. Do you think that he's going to take a Tyrone Woodley on? Not a hope. No way are they going to give him someone like that. It's just not going to happen. And the way he was going on after the fight, he was crying and he was on his knees and he was doing the press ups and clapping behind. I was like, "Oh god!" <laughs> I want to read you just a, a very, a very quick quote just to, to wrap Dear. up on this one. It's from uh, referee Mark Goddard, well, very well respected um, in terms of the world of mixed martial arts. But he says the referee uh, during this fight made the right call for Ben Askren. He said, "No work, no conspiracy." Uh, there was nobody in on it because a lot of people have said, okay, look, Askren took a dive, Jake Paul gets the win, blah, blah, blah. It's done under two minutes. He says, it's just a referee preventing a foregone conclusion. We don't always need 
to see a kill shot. And for people who hadn't seen it, um, the the overhand right came in at just under the just under the two minute mark. Um, Askren hit the canvas. He got up. He took an eight count. Looked like he was happy to continue. The referee took a look at him and was just like, "No, we're we're done. You're you're leaving. You're leaving on this." He hasn't been knocked out, but the feeling there was that this is this is inevitable. If he takes another heavy shot like it, or a second or a third heavy shot like it, he can already see inside two minutes where this fight uh, is going. Would you agree with with that part? Yeah, I would. He definitely was on shaky legs, very shaky legs. Look, you can't look. I'm not going to discredit Jay Paul. Mm. He has better striking than Ben Askren. Like, I mean, you know, what do you want a gold medal for that? Like, I mean, that's <laughs> fair play to him. Like, you know what I mean? He has better striking than Ben Askren. He's also huge compared to Ben Askren. And He's like, quite- don't care how much Ben Askren tells me that he trained every day for eleven weeks. You do. You are not in that shape after le- like no wait like he no you're just not in that shape after eleven weeks of training. No, sorry. <laughs> okay, well we'll leave it. We'll leave it on that. Yeah, and yeah he got he got legitimately dropped. He it would have been he was in for a bad night after that yeah. overhand. One hundred percent. Well, a couple of people who are going to be in for a good night by all accounts um, are those uh, in attendance at UFC 261. It's taken place at the uh, Voicester Veteran Memorials Arena in Jacksonville in Florida. We know that Florida is allowing crowds uh, for events. WrestleMania took place there recently. They had 25, 26,000 people a night, albeit in an outdoor setting. Um, but in the arena, it's going to be indoors. It's a full indoor show. It's a 15,000 capacity venue. There are 15,000 tickets sold they sold out 15,000 15, people. They sold out in just a, a couple of minutes time for 261 and for 262, which is going to take place in Texas and the, the same kind of setting. Is that the McGregor card? Uh, no. So the, the McGregor card will be uh, probably f- uh, International Fight Week in, in July, I think. So remember, for two- we were ta- remember we were talking about that, whether he keep the good... The- he keep going down the the humble good man road. He's he's diverted back it, now. It didn't. Back it, the old McGregor's back. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it lasted a week. It like, was like I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm humble enough to do this, and then I'm out. Let's 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 brawl. Let's roar. Yeah. So for uh, for this weekend, and we've got the preview up online already on Scoreline.ie. Uh, we have ourselves three title fights. We've got the two women's titles that Amanda Nunes doesn't hold at the moment. We're going to see. Uh, we're going to see Valentina Shevchenko uh, defend her women's flyweight title against Jessica Andrade. We're going to see Zhang Weili uh, face former women's strawweight champion Rose Namajunas, um, who's, who's very much looking to reclaim that belt with a possibility. Well, we'll see how it goes if Joanna and Jacek is, is up next. She hasn't exactly had a good run at title fights of late. Uh, and then the main event um, for 261, Kamaru Usman, who should have Francis Ngannou in his corner as well uh, this Saturday mm-hmm. night, uh, runs it back against Jorge Masvidal for the UFC welterweight uh, what's, title. What's the story with uh, what's the story with Usman? Because he seems to be fully with Trevor Whitman now. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when uh, Trevor when Kamara Usman fought Gilbert Burns? Obviously, they're from the same camp, so they had to like split and go yeah. to different camps. It seems like Kamara Usman hasn't transitioned back the way. It seems like he's uh, could have been maybe a bit of a fallout there between the teams. Do you think? Uh, I d- I don't know to be honest. I, I don't I don't know too much about the story. I would imagine there there's a couple of things like the move 
Um, and and I think this this is, has happened with with other fighters. We saw, I suppose, we saw Cody Garbrandt do it after the bantamweight uh, title side of things. We've seen other we've seen other contenders and and title holders switch camps to to mix things up and learn you know learn a little more, get some more bodies, get a different setting in it. Could mm-hmm. be co- could be COVID related, you know. Keep things separate. Keep a keep a fairly close knit thing going on there. Um, it seems like he seems like he's uh, seems like he's kind of moved full time there now. Going by the countdown, I was watching the countdown. Okay, very good. Um, yeah. Do you think it's going to have much of an impact on his game against Masvidal? I mean, he looked he looked he like he looked very Kamara Usman. Gilbert Burns probably wasn't up to Gilbert Burns standards in that fight. Um, do you think the full time move to to Whitman and and to the team there will do anything better think, against? Masvidal? Yeah, because I think I think that I think that I don't think they have like Trevor Whitman has the the depth of talent and hard spires mm. that they have in Henry Huff's gym in uh, yeah. Hard Knocks three six five or Sanford MMA, but. I feel like that he has he's he's felt all that he's done all that he probably has still some great sparring partners up there. Mm. Trevor Whitman is you know I think he's a better striking coach than Henry as well. You know what I mean? So I feel like that he's probably going to he's he's learned what he could probably there. I'd say and he will probably learn more. But I mean it is nice to mix it up there with Trevor Whitman. I have to yeah. say like you know and he's a great coach like you know and he's getting hard. He's going to get very hard spars in with Justin Gaethje as well. You know. Well, considering that Usman was was being billed as and we've probably discussed it here before as well that kind of slow methodical I'll, I'll wrestle and out wrestle. There's there's little in terms of uh, showmanship or what the fans might be looking for i don't know like i don't i don't think an athlete necessary should be going out to to feed the fans or feed the fans expectations of of what a fight may or may not be but if it i think if it if it broadens his game if it if it helps or if it improves that striking or gives him an extra element to it then then fair play because i don't think he's going to go backwards no no i definitely don't know um so when so when they meet then uh last time around it was all loseman Masvidal looked like he didn't have the answer in the wake of the fight he was like and, and we've heard it so many times it's like I've figured it out now I've gone 25 minutes with the guy I know how to beat him and I will do this and I will do it again I hope so I like I the only thing I don't like about Masvidal is that he's a Trump supporter that's about it everything else I love about him <laughs> he's a great player <laughs> I love watching him fight I love his style I love you know He's just a really interesting guy to watch. Like his fight IQ is very, very good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be great to see him win the title, to be honest. I, Mas- I don't Masvidal know if he has his number. But... He, he hasn't fought since the Usman fight. So we know Usman has had burns in between. Um, but you're, you're, going back to, you're going back to last July. Mm. Like he'd, he'd, had the, he'd had the win over Ben Askren. That wasn't, wasn't exactly a test. And no. in, in fairness, the, the flying knee we, we mentioned it, we were chatting yesterday probably had something to do with the damage that uh, Askren had taken against Jake Paul at the weekend. Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw Masvidal go up against uh, Nate Diaz and get the better of him very early. I know it was a doctor's stoppage. We don't know what way it would have gone if it had moved into rounds four or rounds five. Didn't really look like too much of a test. His his big test was in was in Usman. Mm. Um, he lost the decision, 
but I, I don't know if he's I don't know if I don't know if we've seen anything in Usman's game that would point to um, a weakness that Masvidal could exploit. And now that we've seen him change camp, maybe he's seen something and going, okay, well, I'm going back up against Jorge. Do you know what? I'm going to need to work on this or or chisel away on that. I think I think I think it's like the typical kind. Of, the only area I can see him really beating Usman is to strike it. Mm. You know, so I can't see any other game plan than stay off the outside, out, outside, try and stick to the middle. If you get your back close to the fence, bit of misdirection, circle right, sharp mm. exit left or circle left, sharp exit right, or keep mixing up that misdirection back to the center, keep him at range, work your striking. I can't see it. And make sure that if you are on the fence, when you get off, you get out and get off. You don't like kind of half do it and then like resettle because that's yeah. where Usman just tribes, you know. Yeah. You know, if you pick your exit, it's like Habib, you know. If you if you see an opening, you got to go. Because if you're half it and then you kind of you're half in, half out, you're going to be there all day. You're gonna, yeah. you, may, you, you may add on another three minutes to be in there. Like, and take down the fence needs to be on point. So I think... I can't see him winning any other way than staying off the outside, keeping to the center, outstriking Usman. And okay. I can see that happening. But I would, if I had to put my house on it, I'd still say Usman, you know. Okay. Next in line for a welterweight title shot um, appears to be Colby Covington. Unless Masvidal right. wins it. If Masvidal wins it, I, I'd be curious to see if if they do what's happening with McGregor and uh, Justin Poirier, where they they finish out that trilogy fight. Trilogy seem to be the the big thing, yeah, uh, of late. Um, but uh, Covington is Covington is knocking on the door. If he gets another crack at Usman, he came very 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 close. Also oh, close. I thought he uh, did. Yeah, I thought fight. he was going to win that fight. To be honest. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the fight game. You get down to the last seconds of the last round, and something special can happen if it had gone to a decision it, it might have been a different way um with the with the other two title fights that are there we're going to see uh Zhang Weili take on Rose Namajunas we haven't seen uh Weili fight since last March she beat uh Ioana and left her with that really horrible nasty uh, welt on her on her head very oh, early. Remember that chat? She is. She looks like an alien, isn't she? Yeah, like but she's um, never seen one like that before. Actually, she's she's coming into this on uh, she's coming into this on an insane run. She's undefeated in the UFC. She's won her uh, first five, which happened to be her last five uh, fights, and she hasn't lost a fight going all the way back to 2014 or 2013. Oh my uh, god! Rose Namajunas as a former champion, we saw her fight last summer. She took a split decision win over Jessica uh, Jessica Andrade, uh, which was a kind of a bounce back from from the loss the previous year back in in 2019. We know her credentials. Uh, we've we've seen what she's been able to do when she was on that run towards becoming the women's strawweight champion. Mm. Um, uh, any any interest in this or any eyes on this or how it may work out? Uh, I think I think that Wei Li is yeah. going to win. To be honest, I think that she's just a little beast. Yeah, she's just an animal. I just I just I yeah. I think I I kind of have her in the same. She she feels like the same kind of dominance that the likes of Amanda Nunes is really on mm. it. She like you know I mean. Hold on here now for a second. So do you think that the likes of, do you know the next fight down 
Shevchenko and Andrade. Like, yeah. I mean, if if Shevchenko won that, like, would would Whaley move up to flyweight? I wonder too. I I I don't know. Um, it's it's that'll be a good of, fight. Yeah, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Nunes side of things. I I'd be curious to see if Shevchenko would move up to fight Nunes at one thirty five. Yeah, but she Nunes bet Shevchenko though. Didn't she it? did, and she's beaten her twice. Uh, but like yeah. you're, you're going back four years to their last fight, uh, and Shevchenko since she took the title has been on she's been on her own kind of tear. She's got six or seven wins uh, under her belt. Mm-hmm. I I think I think for her for Shevchenko I think Nunes is that kryptonite. Other yeah. than that, other than that, she looks unbeatable. Yeah, Andrade did look impressive in uh, in her last fight. Uh, Caitlin Chukagian. That was last Halloween, give or take. Right. Dropped, yeah. She dropped her with a body shot towards the end of the first round, and that was that was kind of all she wrote. Um, but she's also lost to Nami Yunus. She's lost to Whaley. Um, so she's she's up in that. Um, she's she's gone up her weight class again just to see what happens at flyweight. I don't think it's going to be any different. I think no, Shevchenko will walk away so. with the title. If Shevchenko walks away with the title, I I don't know who's. I don't know who's coming after her that she hasn't already put away. So I, I so curious. sorry. So 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 Nunes is like bantamweight then, is she or is she featherweight? Bantamweight and featherweight. Bantamweight and featherweight. Yeah. So she has like, the one thirty five on one. There seems to be there seems to be in the women's divisions though, isn't there? Like a, like kind of three major sharks. Yeah. And you know, there's no real kind of like real threatening contenders. Really, is there? No, no, there's not. And the, the, the same sharks kind of keep circling. Like, um, Joanna is there in the background, but like when she lost the title to Nami Yunus and then lost the rematch, it didn't really work out well in her favor. She took on Tisha Torres um, to pick herself up a win. Uh, she lost the decision to Valentina Shevchenko and she's lost to Wei Li. Like, she's, she's pretty much 0-4 in four title fights. Oh god, that, yeah. that she's had at at strawweight. Yeah, yeah. Something 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 big has to go. Now she says she's she's you know she's hanging on the outside. She wants um she wants whoever uh whoever comes out on top between Wei Li and uh Nami Yunus at the weekend. Well, sure they probably give it to her, I'd say. Sure, who else? But that's the thing. It's like it's it's who else? I'd 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 hate to see I'd hate to see it going down the road of what's after. After we get rid of the, the divisions or something. Yeah, like I mean, I we mentioned that before, like with the women's featherweight division, that's pretty much done and dusted. And uh, yeah, like I don't I don't even know how they could have that anymore. Really, like you know, I think they only really created that for Cyborg and Nuna. It's really like you know, and and not even so much for for Nunes. Yeah, she was able to take it on if it if if it was a way of of entertaining Cyborg and having her in there. Fair enough. Um, we know she's doing her thing at Bellator now, um, but I don't I don't think there's any future. I don't think there's any future in in the UFC pushing the women's featherweight division if the excitement is down that little bit lower. But like that, the those that have had their chance to knock on the door haven't haven't had enough. Um, haven't had enough of of an impact maybe to take away from the sharks that you're saying. Like Whaley mm. is Whaley is staking her claim now uh, and looked really really good when she when she won the title. I'll be interested to see how she gets on here. Yeah. Rose Namajunas, exactly the same. And we know Rose is 
is legit. If she takes a knock, she'll bounce back and she'll bounce yeah. back. She'll she's bounce tough. back. She's hard, a Trevor like. Whitman as well. Mm. There's there's a lot going on. Mm. Um, so I'd be I'd be curious. I don't see the fight. And going back to the actual point of the discussion between Shevchenko and uh, and Jessica Andrade, I don't think it's going to go any different, other than for um, Shevchenko and see what happens. And we'll keep an eye on her sister and then see mm-hmm. where, where she's coming up because she's she's coming up through the strawweight ranks as well. Uh, no. Outside outside of that, uh, last one, uh, or last one or two, uh, just to, to wrap out the, the main card, we, we touched on it briefly yesterday. Uh, Chris Weidman, Uriah Hall. Interesting clash of uh, yeah. middleweight. I, I, think, I think Uriah Hall will either knock him out or Weidman will like go out a grinding decision, I think. Okay. We saw Uriah Hall's last outing was against Anderson Silva, which happened to be Silva's last fight in in the UFC. How sad was that? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was heartbreaking. Terrible. Chris Weidman, outside the fact that he took the decision last August, he didn't have, and hasn't had really the 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 best of runs since he lost back on the McGregor Aldo card. I think he's been kind of going downhill. It's so funny though, like how, how he's gone down that road. Like, is it it has to be psychological, you know what I mean? Because maybe like, he's a super talented athlete, like mm, you yeah. know, Mr. All American. Um, and 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 a very likable guy at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah, very so and like he's he's very, and he's a very dominant champion as well. Like I felt like that when he was champ, like he was a bit lit, like, yeah, I think it's a psychological thing. Yeah. I think it's a, I think psychologically he's just not where he was hunger wise. Like, you know? Okay. Um, but there, there too, uh, you couldn't call it for Hall. I could call it for Hall. Actually. I think, I think Hall seems to be kind of, I think he could come in here and do an upset to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Anthony Smith, who's had his own kind of, a uh, few tumbles. He's taken on Jimmy Crew to open up the main card. Yeah, I, I've never seen Jimmy Crew fight, believe it or not. Is he good? Uh, that I can't give you anything on. I actually two of us are know. in the dark on this one. I, I, I will be. I will be totally honest. I have no idea uh, in terms of in, <laughs> in terms of where Jimmy Crude is at. Uh, Jimmy Crude is coming up as the fourteenth ranked. Uh, light heavyweight fighter. I think he's 13 in the in the overall UFC standings. He has been with the UFC since 2018. Mm. Uh, he's a he's a a couple of kind of modest wins, all at light, uh, all at light heavyweight. His last four fights uh, haven't left the first round. Right. Um, Anthony Smith was Anthony Smith was in contention. Um, he didn't get the John Jones win, obviously enough. Uh, he took a good win over Alexander Gustafsson. Uh, lost horribly to Glover, to Shira. That fight oh, that should have just been Jesus. stopped. Like, isn't, Glover, isn't Glover just such an animal, isn't he? Like for his age, like how is he? He's, so, he's, he's just one of them lads. Like he is. He's he's relentless. And then he dropped the he dropped the decision to to Rakic as well uh, last summer. Now he took a win against Devin Clark. Um, got the triangle kind of early in the early in the first or kind of midway through the first round just before Christmas to get himself back into get himself back into winning ways. But I, I think for I think for Anthony Smith he needed to go away and and adjust. Like after after the Glover fight, you're kind of hoping he'd be able to pick himself up. He was out fighting three months later. 
the fight should have been stopped like you know four rounds earlier it was yeah a, it was a really, tough yeah. watch but it, it was it was he actually didn't want to, to give in his corner weren't going to give in either um and I, you know, I, I think I think there's kind of points in fighters' career where you can watch particular fights and go, "That's the moment where he changed." Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, no, you're dead right. Yeah, there is that kind of gut feel on that, isn't there? Yeah. You know, I, th- I think something in him changed at that stage. It's like it's great to be able to say, "Oh, look, I, you know, I came through all of that punishment and I made it out the other side." But what, you know, in the aftermath, what was the price that I paid for coming through? Yeah, all of that? well, and athletes, how, how athletes, change? kind of age not by their actual age you know anyone with experience will understand that athletes are in the know and understand that athletes age by the damage they take in competition you know what yeah. i mean so that probably took a few years off often like really you know very, what I mean? very possible um I, I i wouldn't know where to call it heart says smith um but head doesn't know enough uh, about yeah, about if you haven't seen him compete, like it's hard to know, isn't it? Yeah. And that's the thing, and it could be a lovely wild card. It could be a complete upset to open up the main card and and really shape things for the night. I don't think we're going to see too many upsets. I do think we'll see Usman uh, and Whaley and Shevchenko uh, still have their titles in the early hours of Sunday. Well, we've seen crazier things happen, Ken. With we have Ganu and Ganu and Stipe. I don't think anybody expected that. Uh, no, and like we mentioned, Nganu is going to be in the corner uh, for Usman as well. Uh, and 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 there's one last thing, and I touched on this very uh, at the very beginning, and and we'll wrap it on this. There will be fifteen thousand people there. We've we've spent we've spent the last 12, 13, 14 months um, watching fights, watching the UFC get get through everything, uh, and and deliver all of these fights on a week to week basis with nobody in attendance. It's it's in that gym-like setting. It's in a, a really quiet atmosphere. The fighters get to hear what the, each corner is saying. The fighters mm-hmm. also get to hear what's coming from the, the commentary table. And yet imagine even, you know, what what the, the cage-side judges are whispering to each other or whatever is happening. There isn't an awful lot of noise. When it comes to Saturday night, there's going to be 15,000 screaming fans in attendance there's going to be that's pretty a, cool there's going to be an awful lot of noise and and that in itself you would imagine is that that's that could be that shot of adrenaline that certain fighters need it's like mm-hmm. it's one thing getting into a championship fight uh when there's nobody in attendance and it's 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 very business like but there's another where you get that extra lift by having all of those people shout your name or get on somebody's back or they're moaning and groaning or, or whatever mm. the case is. Oh, the crowd gives you energy, but the crowd is one of those things that the crowd will make you or break you. You know, mm. if you haven't got tunnel vision and you haven't prepared mentally for it, like I, th- I think it works both ways. You know, people, human beings are creatures of adapting to their environments, you know, and if you're not prepared for the environment you're about to go into, you know, like, I mean, any a fight, a fight can sometimes come down to that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? If you haven't prepared for, if you just kind of make an assumption that, yeah, looking forward to that now and you've prepared everywhere except visualizing and meditating on feeling the crowd and mm. kind of z- and fizzling, fizzling it out, you could say, like when you're coming into concentrating in the fight and then it kind of has more of an effect than what you thought and it's too late, you're there and you have to adapt. That can be the difference between winning or losing. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know. Okay. 
Well, it's all taking place this Saturday night or in the very early hours uh, of Sunday morning for Irish uh, MMA fans. You'll be able to watch the fights on BT Sport. Uh, and of course, you can catch the uh, results and everything else the morning after online at scoreline.ie. Miles, before we knock it on the head for people who'd like to get in touch with yourself, how can they do so? Miles Price MMA. You can contact me there about anything fitness or martial arts related, even for an old chat, I'll be there. Excellent. Well, he's been Miles Price. I've been Ken McGuire. This has been All Things MMA for Scoreline on Casey Lauren. We'll do it all again next week. Good night.